Hi friend, my name is Danielle Holleran and I'm the host of the Detail Diary podcast. I'm a self-made online business owner who loves sharing the behind the scenes of my business and inspiring others to follow their dreams. You can find me most days chasing my dog around, relaxing with my husband, and wearing basically anything Dusty Rose and Pearls. Think of this as your space to come to feel motivated and inspired to take on your biggest dreams while also just chatting with your best friend. Cozy up for some girl time and get ready to feel uplifted and inspired. Hello and welcome to the Detail Diary podcast. I'm your host, Danielle Holleran, and today I'm joined by a fellow small business owner. I have Caitlin of Harper Mead on the podcast today. Thank you so much for joining me. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I am obsessed with your business. I'm sure so many listeners either fall along with your business or also are going to be completely obsessed with it. And I can't wait to just chat about you and hear more about you and your story. So if you want, to just go ahead and get started by giving everyone just a little background on you and kind of how you got started in the world of small business. Okay. My name is Caitlin. I am 24. I'm from Long Island, New York. I am an NC State graduate, a former Division I gymnast, a former teaching assistant. I am a dog mom and I am the owner and creator of Harper Maid. A little bit about Harper Maid. I create custom pet portraits and I put them on apparel and items for pet lovers around the world. I started Harper Maid during the pandemic. I kind of just wanted like this little side hustle. I needed some extra money and just so much free time on my hands just being in lockdown. And yeah, I kind of just started off a little bit slow in like this close circle of friends who were also dog moms. And then it kind of grew outside of that to their friends when they saw that they had it and kind of took off from there. But at the same time, I was a teaching assistant at a high school. And once the fall came around, I kind of had to make a decision whether I wanted to pursue Harper Maid full time or if I wanted to pursue teaching and go to school and get my master's and all that fun stuff. And Harper Maid was just really on the right track and I decided to commit to that. And yeah, here we are almost two years later and it's my full-time job. Wow. Can you believe it's almost two years? Even just saying that as I'm reading through your little background, I'm like, oh, she just started. Like, that's awesome. And it's just so wild. How is that kind of decision between the two? Because I know sometimes I talk to people who are a little bit older and they're working a full-time job and then doing their small business as a side hustle and have to make the decision to leave. But in your instance, it was more so like, okay, which path am I going to take? Like that is so incredibly intimidating. I can't even imagine how difficult it must have been to make that decision. Yeah, especially I was kind of just coming out of college. Honestly, didn't know what I wanted to do in life exactly. I had a really great connection in the teacher world and I landed myself a job and that's what I was going to do. Didn't go to school for teaching. I was communication major. A lot of people, they want to be a teacher from the time they are in elementary school. That was not the case for me. I kind of just stumbled upon this opportunity and finding a job out of college is hard and scary. And yeah, I landed on this and I was like, I'm going to go with it. And then Harper Maid happened. And that's my true passion. Being a dog mom, that is like my proudest thing in life is my dogs. So 
it wasn't that tough. I feel for me, just because I was not even a full year into teaching, I still didn't make that jump to go get my master's. Here in New York, you need your master's to be a teacher. So I didn't make that big jump yet. So yeah, it wasn't too hard of a decision. But if I was like years into teaching, I think it would have been a lot harder. Yeah, I can only imagine. But you definitely made the right decision because your business is doing amazing. And it's just so incredible to be able to do something that you love every day. And I'm sure that you get to meet so many people, not only fellow small business owners, but also customers who are probably very much like-minded to you because they love their dogs. They want things with their dogs on them. Probably get to see so many photos of cute little pups and everything like that. So that is awesome. Now, your business has grown so much in the past two years since you started. So how is kind of navigating that in I know that there's so many growing pains when it comes to being a small business owner, especially when the growth happens in like a more sped up time frame. So how have you been able to navigate growth? And if you have any keys that you think are attributed to your growth and talk about that. I think the keys to my growth was one, finding my niche, which was pets, dogs, any type of pet. You can have a cat, you can have a turtle. It doesn't matter <laughs> if you are obsessed with your pet you're going to love Harper Maid. So finding my niche and really narrowing it down to pets was one huge thing. Also, creating your brand was huge. And that comes down to your packaging, the tissue paper you use or the thank you card, your colors, your fonts that you use, all that. So definitely just creating your brand, sticking with it and being unique. And then the other thing that really helped my growth was TikTok. I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that. It happened overnight. I had a video go viral. I want to say like October or November of 2020. And I woke up the next morning with 10,000 followers and then the next morning with 15 and so on. And it was really quick, which was also really, really hard because now you're getting all these messages that you can't even keep up with. And it was really hard, but it was amazing. And I wouldn't be here today without TikTok. So I think that was huge for my growth. Also, like Instagram reels, I would say get on those, get creating, get inspiration from other content creators. And yeah, you'd be surprised at what can happen from it. Yeah, I completely agree. And I feel like reels have kind of picked up over the past, I don't know, maybe definitely past year, but six or so months. I feel like they're different from TikTok in a way that at least me personally, I feel I haven't had just that overnight real success. But I do find that they uh, reach a wider audience definitely than just normal posts and definitely help to continue to push out your business and things like that. So I'm a big proponent of real, especially as a small business owner, like you had mentioned, try to find things that you can relate to your niche and your products within the different trends and things. But I do think, as you mentioned, it's so important to niche down your business and to have that strong brand identity because yes, a lot of growth can be attributed to like viral video or things like that. But if you didn't already have the foundation set up within your business of like a nice, strong, identified business, then who knows, maybe that viral video wouldn't have been as successful because you've already put in the work ahead of time to really brand your business and make it what it is. And I talk to a lot of different small business owners, and I think it's difficult for people at the beginning to really niche down, kind of get that brand identity and definition because a lot of us are very creative and there's lots of different things we could do. We got requests for lots of different things. It's like, oh, well, I could do this or I could do that. And it's so difficult to really 
really just hone in on one specific thing when kind of the options are just endless. <laughs> so have you always loved animals and pets? And was that always the direction you wanted to take your business in? Well, yes, I've always loved animals and pets. <laughs> but originally, when I first started, it wasn't even called Harper Made yet. And like in the beginning of the pandemic, I was making t-shirts with random sayings on them. I was ordering those makeup little pouches or bags yeah. from Amazon and like putting like a beauty or makeup quote on it. I was making anything and mostly just giving them to my sisters because they definitely were not selling. And then I just had this idea one day. I want to create this portrait of Harper and put it on my shirt. And then just because I'm obsessed with her, that is really the only reason I didn't ever have these intentions of only selling that or for it to even take off. It was totally accidental. And then people loved it. And I think it's something that will never change. Like people always say like, well, what are you going to do in like 10 years from now? Let's say I'm like, people are still going to love their dogs. People are still going to be obsessed with their dogs or pets. I should Mm -hmm dogs. But yeah, so no, this wasn't my original plan. Once I noticed that this is what was working, this is what I truly love, then that's kind of when I just went for it. And it's also funny because the first job that I ever applied for right out of college was for BarkBox. Yeah. Yeah. So I always knew I wanted to do something (laughs) with dogs, even if it was in like the communication area. But it's just funny that now I run this dog business, basically. That is so crazy. It's such a full circle moment. And there truly are just so many people who are obsessed with their pets and dogs. I actually found you not even through TikTok because I feel like I find a lot of small business owners through TikTok and social media. I found you because one of the bloggers that I follow who loves their dogs shared that she had gotten a sweatshirt from you. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is the cutest thing I've ever seen. Who makes these? And then realized it was a small business. Now, how do you kind of go about finding a work? work-life balance as a small business owner, because I know that that can be one of the trickiest things, especially when you're running your business out of your house or it can just be tricky. So how do you kind of approach that? This is for me in the beginning, this was hard, especially I think because we were like in this lockdown mode. And again, from working from home, my couch is right there. My desk is right here. So if I'm sitting on the couch watching Netflix, I'm like, well, I have 700 orders to fulfill. I should probably be at my desk working. But just know that you need to make time for yourself. Do things that make you happy and spend time with people that fill you back up. I hear a lot of people talk about burnout and that comes from this work-life balance that you don't have. So I just think always making time for yourself and things that make you happy. Sometimes I'll literally be in the middle of working and if I get frustrated, I just need to go to TJ Maxx. (laughs) I will shut my computer and I'll go browse the aisles of TJ Maxx because it makes me happy. And when I come back and sit at my desk, I'm going to be more productive. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's definitely like the key to my work life. My work life balance is always making time for the people I love and for myself. I love that. And I think that it's so important to keep in mind because so often we're so overwhelmed with orders or like everything on our to-do list. And obviously when you're a small business owner, like the to-do list never ends. So it can be so difficult when you're in such a busy time and headspace to just like step back and take the time for yourself. Because you just mentioned, I don't think a lot of us realize how much of an effect it's going to have on our productivity and how much better we're going to work. I know that when I'm spinning my wheels and reaching that stage of burnout, that's where I make most of my mistakes. That's where I'm like, my head is just not in it as much. So I think that that's a really good point for everyone to take away to apply to their small business, or even if they don't 
don't have a small business, just really trying to take time out for yourself is just so important. Yeah, it's the key. It really is. Now, kind of going along with burnout and things, have there ever been any times where you've wanted to quit or just say like, I don't know if I can do this small business life. Is it for me or like anything along those lines? Yeah, I think my first sellout. So it was after I went viral on TikTok and like I shut down. I was originally on Etsy and I shut down my Etsy shop, put it on vacation mode. And then I announced that I would be taking however many orders on whatever date it was. And when I opened back up my Etsy shop, I sold out before I could even blink my eyes. And I immediately put my shop back on vacation mode. And the messages that I got were like outrageous. Like I couldn't believe that these people would even type that to somebody. But it's something that we have to deal with, unfortunately, as a business owner. And I think in that moment, I was so overwhelmed. I remember my heart was racing. I was sweating. I wanted to cry. And it should have been this really exciting moment. You just sold out of all of your inventory. That's amazing. But instead, I was really stressed and I was really upset because of the things people were saying because they were upset they couldn't get an order. So I think that was the one moment where I like was, how am I going to do this? It's like first time after this viral video that I'm selling stuff again. And this is kind of like the reaction I got. But over time, you just learn people are going to be that way. And that's one of my biggest lessons is that you cannot please everybody. There's always going to be, I guess in this day and age, we call them a Karen, right? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, like there's going to be them. They are inevitable. So yeah, I would say that was definitely the one time that I wanted to quit. Oh, I can totally relate. And I think that's one of the things that like not a lot of people talk about as small business owners, because you don't want to feel like your business is failing or like you're not doing a good job because you're getting negative feedback or like negative messages or anything along those lines. And obviously on social media and things like you never want to come off as complaining, especially about customers. So I feel it's not talked about a lot, but that was definitely a big learning curve for me too. Like I always have to remind myself that people aren't going to treat me the way that I would treat people. Like as you just said, it's like, how could you sit there and write that to someone? It's just mind blowing sometimes. But unfortunately, it's something that we have to deal with and it does go in waves definitely. But it is pretty wild because that's definitely something I did not expect going into the world of small business was the level of customer service. (laughs) Yeah. Same. It is just really and truly wild sometimes. It's one of the things that we have to deal with. So just got to roll with the punches literally when it feels a punch to your gut sometimes. Yeah, I always have to remind myself, okay, if they were able to type this behind their computer screen and say it to me, like maybe something's going on in their life, Mm -hmm. you know? Something is not necessarily all okay in their world. And that's why they're kind of acting this way. So I don't know. That has helped me. Exactly. No, it has definitely helped me as well. I actually just recently had a customer say that to me after she had exploded about something and I responded with whatever I responded with. And then she then apologized and was, I'm sorry, I overreacted. Like I'm actually going through X, Y, and Z. So I think you're onto something. Let's just (laughs) go with that for all of the people. But yeah, it is a crazy, crazy world out there sometimes. In terms of daily work life, kind of getting 
back to not so much work-life balance, but just running your own <laughs> small business. What are things that you do maybe during the day? It doesn't have to be a daily schedule or anything like that, but just to keep you motivated and on track, because I know that can be another challenge for small business owners when like you're your own boss, there's no one telling you how you have to do X, Y, and Z. Like, how do you try to keep yourself motivated and on track when you're running your own business? Yeah, I think, well, first thing, have to have a cup of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> right when I wake up, I'm like, all right, if my day is just going to go downhill if I don't do this right now. <laughs> so I really like to do a workout in the morning when I wake up. And that's something I totally put on hold when I first started was my overall health in that way. I just completely stopped working out because I felt I had to work all the time. And then now I got into like a good schedule of first thing when I wake up, I'm going to go do a workout. And then I'm motivated for the rest of the day. Making a list of kind of what you need to accomplish in the day is something I do a lot. Even if you don't finish the list, as long as you're checking some things off, makes you feel good. And then also I stay motivated a lot also through other small businesses that I'm following and just seeing what they're doing. Small businesses always inspire me, keep me motivated. And then something else that seems so silly, but sometimes like if I'm like feeling down or unmotivated, like if I get up and I get myself ready, put on some makeup, put on a cute outfit, I am so much more motivated rather than sitting in my pajamas because I can get stuck in that a lot of times. I can work from my couch. I can stay in my pajamas all day. So sometimes literally something as simple as putting on some makeup and putting on a cute outfit gets me motivated for the day too. I totally get that. I completely, completely agree. It's something that like I wish I could do every day and I would love to get into the habit of it because I notice the days that I'm like, all right, today I either need to like take photos or do whatever. Like I have to get myself ready if I have somewhere to be or photos to take. Those are the days that I feel I've done the most because I'm ready for the day, good to go. It's really crazy like how much those little things can just have such an effect on your mentality. Yeah. <laughs> they really can. Well, this has been such a wonderful interview. I just loved learning more about you and your business. At the end of every episode, we have a figurative detailed diary that we just write a ending note of inspiration to the listeners. So if you have anything that you want to end off with to anyone listening who may be either in the world of small business or starting their small business or anything like that. Yeah, I think that whether you're starting a small business or if you've already started, I think just make sure that it's something that you're really passionate about and something that's unique. I think that's really, really important and that can set yourself apart from other small businesses that are out there. Don't just take something because you see someone else is doing well and try to duplicate it because in the long run, it's not going to work out. And also something that was huge for me was goal setting. Set goals and don't stop until you get to them. And then once you reach those goals, set new goals, set higher goals and don't stop until you reach those. Yeah. And I think that would be my advice. That's awesome. I love that. I think that that's perfect. Well, thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule to chat with me. I will leave all of your information down below in the podcast notes, your Instagram, TikTok, website, everything like that. So everyone knows where to find you. And I just look forward to continue following along with your business and ordering something with Moana, <laughs> my dog on it, because... <laughs> I need to get something from you. So it's on my list of things to do. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed this. Of course. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Detailed Diary podcast. Make sure to rate and subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. Be sure to join our community over on Instagram at Detailed Diary Podcast and introduce yourself. I'm looking forward to meeting you over there and I will see you next Wednesday for a brand new episode. Until then, have an amazing week.